Hi guys, today I want to talk a little bit about how I feel towards, with, in relation to social media. Because believe it or not, I stand by that I have a good relationship with it. I enjoy it. I like it. It's useful to me. That 100% does not mean that it's not without its like stingy, painful moments, you know, for a hemplo. That's example in Spanish, I think. I don't know. I haven't looked it up since I learned it in ninth grade. But, um, you know, like maybe you have a friend who things are not as amazing with them as they were before and you see them on social media and that or you see them liking something or, you know, that can be a sting. That can be a sting. I'm not immune to that. There's definitely times in my life where that's not occurring to me and there's times where it is. So like 100%, there's little stings. There's totally going to be FOMOs. Like I'm not trying to pretend like, oh, I'm so self-confident and nothing bothers me. No, but I would say on the whole, it's like... I still feel the excitement that I felt when I was in high school and I learned what Facebook was. I learned what MySpace was. Like, I learned about AOL chat rooms in elementary school way too early to be doing horrible things in there. Not horrible, but, you know, ASL, wanna cyber. Um, but, which I have been talking about in my stand up, and to mixed reviews, people don't love it when I'm inappropriate, but that's okay. Side note, stand-up shows, Miami, Boston, Atlanta, Raleigh, New York City, tickets at estheronice.com. I am so excited about the new material I've been working on. I've been um, just really honing it and like really picking topics that I'm passionate about. So I'm excited to get up there and talk about them, make them funny, have a laugh with you guys. And then at the end of my sets, I'm planning to do like really in-depth Q&A hangouts after. Um, so definitely come to those shows. I think they're going to be really fun this year because I'm getting all my reward in life from the effort I'm putting into these stand-up shows and so I want you guys to take part and have a fun night out with me so um and Miami is in like two weeks anyways estheronice.com and I'm adding DC and maybe a few more so where were we I literally don't remember ah yes part of what I love about social media is that it's a place to share and a place to observe others. And I know that seems so basic, but when you're really using it in that way to share and to express yourself, that can be very rewarding. And one of like the main sort of headlines I have to share with you is I think that there are two different ways to go about social media and that there's a lens that I use that it's intuitive for me at this point, but I want to share it with you. And basically, it's when you're posting, you want to ask yourself, am I sharing or am I showing off? And they're, they're very different. And only you know, right? Like, Because I could post something that for me is sharing, but from someone else looks like it's showing off. I totally believe that. And I can see that from someone else. But 
it's you need to know. Am I sharing my life because it feels so good to share and for people to know this about me so that people who like this stuff are more drawn in and more connected to me? Or am I just showing off and bragging because I'm insecure and I need validation? We've all done it. We've all done all of it. But I just wanted to really make that point with you guys that since I've been able to make that delineation, I have such a clearer vision for how I behave and share online. And yeah, it's dorky to talk about social media like that. Maybe to old people, okay, who are like, that's stupid. But to us, young, beautiful, supple, young, young, young people, this is a part of our lives. And it's very real. And, you know, people talk about the metaverse. Oh, we're going to live online, which I think the met- was the metaverse a total flop. I'm, I'm getting the vibe that it was. However, one night when I got way too high right before I had a panic attack, I, I made this um, funny but very severe in my mind at the time realization. We already kind of live in the metaverse, right? Like if you're texting all day, you're already living online. You're already communicating online. Like, and that is why I've cut back significantly on texting and I now treat it more like AIM. Like, you know, if you're, if you're in my age range, you probably like had a computer in your parents' basement and that's where you would go to have chats with people and you'd have your like two hours on there. You'd chat with people and then you'd go away and they'd message you maybe and you check it when you check it. That's how I'm viewing texting. Like texting is no longer a 24 seven kind of situation for me. That I think was very, I'll say it anxiety inducing, right? Like, doesn't that just make so much sense intuitively that if you're always on call to check and respond, that's going to make you anxious Because not every text message that comes through is like your best friend saying, oh my God, like, hey, did you see this funny thing? Like it's work, it's annoying people, it's people who need favors, you know, it's your mom saying, asking a question about when is your show in Miami? Can your uncle come? Like there's things on there that are not fun. So that's another big shift I've made, which is like, it's almost like a throwback, you know, like going back to the 2000s or whenever that was, my texting is like AIM. It's AOL Instant Messenger. It's to be visited a few times throughout the day and it's not an all day thing. And then the other big headline is, am I sharing or am I showing off? And I feel so much better when I share because I love to share my life online. That's how I communicate with others. I grew up kind of a lonely kid. You know, my older sister was eight years older than me. So it wasn't like I had someone in my household to be hanging out with. So there wasn't a lot of in-person communication in my life to begin with. It was either alone time in my room or alone time in the basement communicating with others online. And so for me, sharing and the introduction of social media sites like MySpace or whatever there was, you know, in the early days, those were such a positive impact on my life. Like those were a great, beautiful thing. And I think there's a lot of older people who view, oops, I mean, you know, not older, but just there's people who view social media as like this annoyance, this disturbance into their lives. They maybe already had a fulfilling, full, successful, happy life. And then social media came along and they're like, whoa, I need to like figure this out. Whereas I'm the opposite. It 
added to me. It brought me positivity. It brought me connection. And so I have a very positive overall view of it. That doesn't mean that I'm right at all. In fact, I'm, it's, very clear. The evidence seems to show that the more we do in person, the better we are. But again, if you don't always have in-person opportunities, you might not have five siblings your age to play games with you. Social media is there. And like I'm a 35-year-old adult, it's just easier to communicate and have fun online at times. And like I still stand by when I am feeling lonely, the TikTok scroll is fun. It's positive. And I do also need to let you guys know, okay, I'm so done making my big statement proclamations because last week I was like, I'm quitting weed. And then I went two weeks without it. And I was having really, like last night, I was just having really bad like face, neck, jaw pain. And I was like, I'm hitting my vape. And so I do just want to be upfront that like, I'm not quitting weed. I'm cutting back significantly because I want to have a sharper brain. Um, And I'm really proud of myself for cutting back because again, cannot stress to you enough that it is probably not ideal that I got high every single night for two years. But Then I talked to Dave, wait, and I'm like, last night I was like, Dave, I did not realize like in New York, the culture of drinking is very present. And he's like, yeah, duh, that that's the, he's like, yeah, duh. He's like also everywhere, everyone drinks. And it kind of made me feel not so bad about my relationship with using weed. And he also said that when I say I do weed, that I sound like Che Diaz from Sex and the City. I guess she said that on there. Um, or they, I don't know what her pronoun, their pronouns were, but um, I didn't watch. So I'm not making a mis- I'm I'm not intentionally messing it up. Okay. Um, but uh, anyways, so we had this conversation and it made me feel so much better. Like, because you guys, I've had all this shame lately. Like, I can't stop using weed. I need it. And I'm like, everyone drinks all the time. And I still haven't even tried it. And Dave was like, you should literally try alcohol. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe you would even uh, suggest that, knowing how completely addicted to weed I got after trying it once. But he's like, true but also it's just so annoying that you don't understand what it is and what it does and that really did hit me and I'm like well the way that I enjoy like relaxing with weed maybe I should introduce another substance but then I hear all these people who drink alcohol all the time and they're like it's poison and it makes me feel like shit the next day I'm like I can't start loving something that's gonna whatever so I I'm probably not gonna try it but it did make me feel a little bit less like this addict monster that needs pot all the time and also uh Dave was like it's weird like you're the only person who doesn't know what it was what it feels like and then I pointed out the only two other people I know who have never had alcohol are (laughs) you guys it's my favorite fact because it couldn't be worse right I mean I don't want to say that but the only the two very people who are famous who have not had alcohol are Donald Trump and Dane Cook It's not the best third place to participate in. It's not exactly a group I'm ready to come forward and be associated with, but that's, it is what it is. And I'm sure there's other people that are more like me than Dane Cook and Donald Trump that haven't tried alcohol. 
let me know if you find them. But anyways, I do just feel this urge all the time to remind people that social media isn't all that bad because it gets so much negative press, right? Like people talk about, put it away, stop scrolling. It's a doom scroll. And that is totally fair. And that is absolutely at play and on the table. There are times where I am zoning out and I'm scrolling and it's not freaking good for me. I would be so much better laying down with my eyes closed, trying to find peace and quiet in my mind or writing or doing, you know, whatever, talking to another human. But I just feel so overwhelmingly positive about it. I feel like it was a place for me to express myself, find my voice, you know, like, for example, when I started stand-up comedy in, you know, 2009 or whatever, I had a Twitter account and there were a few comics who were older, more experienced, who probably were never going to see me at open mics doing my thing, but would see my tweets and would kind of get to know me through that. And so I just think having another, and that seems so basic today because, duh, everyone discovers everyone online. There's really no other way to discover people, but that was so new then and it was so beneficial to me. And so I feel very positive about it. Again, anywhere you can go and share your thoughts and feelings and express yourself, even if it's to no one, even if it's to your grandma, that's probably the least likely scenario. But I just think like expressing myself has been such a fulfilling avenue of my life. And I don't, I don't want people to think that it's all bad and have shame around behavior and like activity on social media. Also, I'm sorry, but like when I, last night I was having a headache. I got home. I had such a fun set. I was so excited. It was like clearly just a group of young, cool women and they were really feeling my stuff. And, um, wait, side note. Okay. I'm going to, uh, it's so icky to do, but I just, I had a set at Soho House in New York this week. And the last time I performed there, I just absolutely bombed. It was so bad. And so I had been working really hard so that I could go there and have a good set. And I, as I was leaving, I heard these really like cool, young, tall women. They were like, oh, that girl was so funny. How she was talking about her last name change. And it just was I, like, Again, I know this is so basic and I've like had a TV show and I've had a st- stand-up special, but there's still something so fun about having a new person who's never heard of you respond to your material. And I'm like celebrating that win right now and I'm sharing it with you guys because I'm a loser and that's that. Anyways, last night had a really fun set, had kind of some pain, came home, hit my vape and was scrolling on TikTok and it couldn't have been a better more pleasant experience like I learned about a cherry juice mocktail apparently that's like blowing up online not blowing up but look early trend you you know me I spend so much time on TikTok I can scout the early trends the cherry juice end of the night mocktails they're coming for us and I'm so excited and I saw various versions, but you best believe that my number one to-do list when I get back to LA in two weeks, because I don't really like making stuff here at the Airbnb, like I just, ugh, I hate that feel. like I really do, I hate cooking here, I hate like even just touching the kitchen, I don't like using other people's stuff, I feel like I'm 
doing something wrong. I don't feel comfortable. It's not intuitive. I always say like, I hate being in a place where I don't know where the light switches are. Like I need to walk into a familiar home that it's so intuitive for me. I don't even think about where the light is. Like I just, my hand reaches for it. That's just something that's a very comfortable feeling for me. Anyway, I, uh, the top of my list when I get back is to experiment with cherry juice mocktails. And I saw one where this girl was like mixing an Olipop lemon lime with cherry juice. And I forgot what else she put in. And there's some people that do like maple syrup, whatever. You best believe there will be a TikTok from me come May with my cherry juice mocktail recipe. That is a life goal. Damn, now I'm talking such a big game. I do want to do it here in New York, but we'll see. Anyway, that's like basically it for today. Oh, I did want to tell you guys, I tried the cottage cheese ice cream and it was a big flop. I, no. Cottage cheese, I bought it. I opened it. I looked at it right out the gate not for me, smell, texture, like, no, it just reminded me when I was little and I'd see my sister, my mom eating it and I'd be like, ew, 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 I'm never going to be that person. And I blended it with peanut butter and honey and was like, I'd a million percent rather this be Greek yogurt with peanut butter, put it in the freezer, add a chop. No, no part of the cottage cheese experiment was positive for me. Now I'm not giving up. I... I still want to participate in our society, in our culture. So I do think when I get back to LA, I'm going to try like the fruity strawberry cheesecake version of it. Um, Again, these are all things that are like going around on TikTok. And um, yeah, so again, major miss on my end. Major flop. In fact, it just sort of re-highlighted how positive my relationship with Greek yogurt is. Because Greek yogurt... And peanut butter is, and it takes my breath away. It's so important. And if you haven't dipped an apple in peanut butter and yogurt, maybe there's some honey and cinnamon in there. Like that is, that's my vote. That's my cottage cheese of 2023. Um, So we're all different. We're all different. And that is the lesson today. You guys, this was a short one. I just wanted to touch base about a few thoughts and feelings. This was like our quick little FaceTime call together. I do love having my check-ins with you guys. And I love your feedback always. And I love when you share the show. And I cannot wait to see you guys on tour this year. Um, Miami, Boston, New York City, Raleigh, Atlanta. And there's more to come. You can get tickets at estheronice.com. And I appreciate you and I'll see you guys next week.